Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you for checking out another episode. Thank you to uh, all of you that have been sticking with me over the years. I appreciate all your continued support and uh, keeping this show going, so I uh, couldn't do it without you all. Thank you. Uh, today's episode features singer-songwriter Patrick Gerard. Had a great time hanging out with Patrick, getting to know a little bit more of his story and some of the stories behind some of these songs. He's got a uh, brand new uh, EP out there um, you can listen to, but we do play some live acoustic ones on the show for you today and uh, had a lot of fun with these. So hope you enjoy it. Do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri. Serving up all your craft beer needs, over 25 rotating taps out there, and uh, all kinds of uh, beverages. You can get some uh, delicious food. They got burgers and nachos and salads and flatbread pizzas and all kinds of uh, tasty things there. And uh, of course, uh, you can enjoy some great live music out on the patio. And uh, this coming up weekend on uh, September... 30th Friday night, Matt Waltershed will be out there. Saturday, October 1st, Denver Wade Trent. And October 2nd, Sunday, 1 to 4, First Things First. You can find the full beer menu, full food menu, and concert calendar, and everything else at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. And be sure to get plugged in with them on the socials, on Facebook, and Instagram. For more info, also, big thank you to my friends at Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler, located in Maplewood, Missouri, and you can stop in and visit the shop on Manchester or shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. It's officially beard season. The weather is cooling off and it's prime time for growth. Whether you are keeping it going or growing it out for the first time, Roughneck Beard Company products make it better. Eliminate the itch and set the stage for a faster, fuller growth with Roughneck's full line of beard oils, balms, washes, and nutrient sprays. Find it all at roughneckbeardcompany.com and use my code RPP15 for an exclusive 15% off your purchase. Again, all your favorite beard oils. Uh, they're balms. Uh, my, one of my personal favorites is their Roughneck Beard Batter. And uh, all kinds of great things over there. Again, roughneckbeardcompany.com for all your needs to take care of that beard and mustache of yours. All right, uh, that is it for me, everybody. If you need me, of course, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Feel free to email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with Patrick Gerard. Um, podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. This is Patrick Gerard, and you are listening to Rock Paper Podcast. I hope you enjoy. 
Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out today with Patrick Gerard. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, man. It's this, good to be here. Yeah, it's man. Good to finally meet you in person. Bring that in just a little close. There we go. There yeah, we it's go. nice to finally yeah. meet you in person, man. Yeah, nice to meet you. I know we've uh, kind of been friendly online for a while now, uh, and uh, this is cool that we finally get to actually sit down and get to know each other a little better and uh, yeah. learn about what you've been up to and... Yeah, so. I appreciate you coming out and hanging out with me for a little bit, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, uh, this is fun. Uh, this this whole show is ultimately a giant networking tool for me. Like, gets me out meeting all kinds of people, gets me out seeing different parts of the city and everything else. So uh, right. I enjoy it a lot and have a lot of fun doing this still. And uh, so, but well, uh, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. yeah, you're you're helping me out a lot. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's good to be on here finally, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, well, let's, uh, so, uh, I always kind of like to start with St. Louis. I, and I, I feel like that's, um, you know, being that where we're from and here and everything else, but does St. Louis always been home for you? Or is, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. St. Louis born and raised. I, uh, I grew up in Oakville, kind of South County area, right between Oakville and Melville. Um, right at the end of eighth grade, we moved to Kirkwood. My parents did, and that's where they, they live now. And yeah, so we've been living in South city for a couple of years now. So yeah, man, what, yeah, uh, St. Louis is home. And you were telling me a little bit before we clicked record uh, that your parents were pretty big into music. I guess is that where a lot of this uh, started for you? Was, yeah, was them man. and their records? Yeah, yeah. So Saturday mornings were a very common thing for my mom to be blasting Wham or or something very upbeat while she's cleaning. So I remember being woken up very early with a lot of very poppy music. Um, but yeah, along with that, just riding in the car, man. A lot of a lot of singing along with records in the car with my parents. Like I was saying, so my mom was very big into Motown, The Temptations, The Supremes, Marvin Gaye, and also like the Beach Boys and kind of more pop, pop style music. My dad, on the other hand, was very into the Eagles and the Doobie Brothers and the Almond Brothers and kind of rock bands like that, but also singer-songwriters. So like I was saying, James Taylor, Dan Fogelberg. Um, just a lot of great storytellers, mm-hmm. Carol King, you know, like it, it just phenomenal artists. And I'm glad that they both had very similar, but different tastes. Cause yeah, it gave me kind of a, a diverse background of things to take from. For sure, man. Yeah, I can, um, uh, I was kind of pretty similar in my, my home. Uh, mom was more into like, I feel like a lot more bluesy stuff, uh, Clapton and BB King and and these kind of yeah. I remember getting a lot of uh you know going through her collection was a lot more of that vibe um and uh dad was you know we had ZZ Top and Skinner and Almond Brothers and a lot of southern rock stuff but he also liked a lot of country like I remember he had this like 
Conway Twitty box set that we uh, would listen to a lot in the truck. And, um, oh, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that kind of stuff. And it was just fun to, like I said, a, a lot of variety. And then we, uh, we even kind of grew up like having these, like, uh, like I said, those what Saturday mornings you said, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it was kind of like that for us. Like when over the weekend, we'd, uh, have like our little jam room, uh, kind of thing. Dad played a little bit, uh, some, you know, guitar and some harmonica and things, but we never, he never really like had a band. He would just would, uh, you know, kind of fiddle around with it and, yeah. and, um, but I can recall like we had, uh, me and my, my dad, and my brother, we would like had our family band thing and we would like, um, uh, me and Brett Dustin would sing along to, and, uh, I had memories of like Ozark Mountain Daredevils, uh, that, uh, you know, I've been standing on a rock just waiting for my seeds to grow. Yeah. Dude, and, okay. Uh, I was wondering why that yeah. sounded so funny. Yeah. I mean, there's, well, they have a, you know, tons of great songs, but right. that one always, uh, that memory stands out singing that song and just ridiculous song. Um, you know, just, uh, but it was fun, man. It was fun to like being introduced to music, especially like that, uh, at a young age and like really helped, uh, shape who I am, uh, you yeah. know, and my taste in music and everything else. And I'm sure yeah. very similar for yourself. So yeah, dude, especially when it's family memories, that's right. the, the best to have, you know, they're the the core memories that you can always take with you. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, dude. No, I, uh, it's, it's funny. You, you brought up singing with your siblings. So m- like I said, my dad was big into the Eagles. Whenever he would be driving us around, they had a song called get over it. Yeah. And you know, when you, you don't really know the words to the song and you can't look up the lyrics, you just make up whatever sounds right in your head. Yeah. And we were young kids. So we thought it was get home Barrett. <laughs> yeah right. for whatever reason that was what stuck with us but yeah so we still make jokes about that to each other just right. yeah. yeah yeah man good it, times it's good times. Fu- yeah that's uh, such a funny thing like uh i think i called stacy out my wife a little while back she was saying i heard her saying something and i'm like what are you what are you mm-hmm. saying i'm like she's like that's what they say i'm like no that's <laughs> definitely not what they say yeah and sometimes uh, it's the best when you read what what they're actually saying you're like oh wow okay, right i was not close I was way all. off yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, it's good, dude. It's good. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think everybody kind of did got into some form of that, like you know, just especially before you could actually look up what they're saying. And then, right. But yeah, there's a lot. There's a great like series on online, like these misheard lyrics, and it's like there's a guy that do, I, you know, I've noticed it like now on TikTok, and it's weird, man. Like it messes with your brain. Like he holds up the like what the the misheard lyrics, what he th- and I'm like. Wow, now now it's hard hard to hear the the right way and stuff, and right. like you know, I'm like as you're reading along with it, just like it does sound exactly like stuck in your head. Yeah, and so it's hilarious. Yeah, what's this guy's name? I don't know. I forget that guy's name, but I've seen a couple of his videos. They like, popped up. And so, it's uh, but like I said, it's it's kind of a mind freak thing. You know, it's like what's yeah. what's going on here? Like, right. this is, what kind of magic is this? Right, dude. So, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, that's fun, man. Especially like you know, laughing about those it becomes a, a still a continued running joke and stuff. And yeah, man. Um, yeah. Well, what about uh, what was it for you? Is uh, actually getting to play? Like, was um, where did that kind of get started with? It was always guitar and well, or to start with keys. So it was uh, funny enough. Both grandparents had pianos. Um, my dad's mom played a little bit. My godmother did a little bit, but no one in my family really played music. Um, but I have a lot of pictures of me in a diaper banging on my grandparents' piano, (laughs) which is funny enough. Um, and my cousin Jeremy had a drum set, a very beautiful pearl, uh, maple kit with 
fantastic Zildjian cymbals, Master Sound hi hat, like Dark Ride. It was a phenomenal kit just for a young child to to sit at. So that kind of started everything. But guitar was really my first instrument. I had a couple neighbors that had them, and they just let me strum on it here and there. Another neighbor was kind enough to give me an old Roadster Ibanez that his, I guess, brother was cleaning out of his attic and was about to toss out. And he was like, here, let me give it to my young neighbor. He'd really like it. And, uh, yeah, that kind of started the ball. But so it was guitar first. I picked up drums next and then bass, piano, and it kind of all followed. But, yeah, man, guitar was was the first, and it's still the most yeah. consistent with me, I guess. Yeah, man. What about as far as uh, writing? I mean, obviously, you, you know, got a lot of or- your originals out there now. And yeah. uh, is writing always been uh, something that you uh, – yeah. We're passionate about. Yeah, man. So, um, my mom's always ingrained in me to journal. Journaling is like the best way to get your feelings out and kind of get things off without, it's really just the easiest way to communicate with yourself and be honest. And so poetry was something that I just kind of naturally fell into. Um, so when it came to songwriting, it was just something I always did to just get feelings out and kind of decompress a little bit. So, yeah, naturally, it was just something I, I kind of gravitated towards. But, yeah, it's something I still do constantly. Whenever I get an idea, whatever, I have notebooks that are just stacked up. And, and I always have notes going in my phone of just ideas going on. But, yeah, man, I, I remember Sum 41 was a massive band that I was a, a big Ooh, fan yeah. of as a kid. That and Blink-182, Green Day. Um, but I remember constantly stealing their songs the music i would use the tabs and write my own lyrics on top of it and think that it was like my own song and it took me a long time to figure out that that's not how it works you can't really do that you have to come up with your own your own stuff but yeah that was the first time that i was like okay it's you know you you put your own story to the the music and it kind of makes it your own obviously it wasn't at the time but Mm -hmm. now when i'm telling stories i try to make them sound unique to my story and who i am and you know what what i see and what i feel yeah man and yeah so that's kind of just what what i love most about music is not only for the songwriter but the listener as well you can kind of find something in there for you or connect with it in a way and yeah the best songs do that yeah man that's powerful stuff when you find uh i mean there's a bunch of them for me but like when you find that artists that you resonate with or that uh, particular song that you know feels like it's telling your story or you know whatever it might be like uh it's fun to build that connection with that stuff and um but yeah i mean that's what yeah it keeps me chasing you know looking for new songs all the time because keep yeah, chasing yeah. that feeling and stuff so right well yeah that's that's the one thing that i love most about music is that you can hear one song you can hear the intro or a certain part of it you can hear an entire album and it'll take you back to a certain place time mm-hmm. person oh yeah feeling emotion that you had like a time in your life oh yeah that's the best thing for me man is that you you just hear that one song and you you think of a certain person or a relationship a friendship that you had right that's what i love about music and i find talking to people that they get that with food or um drinks of, of some sort like all the, the the senses bring back these memories, but music is something that everyone can kind of connect with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's time travel. Love. It's like, yeah, it's dude. weird, man. And sometimes, I, yeah, I can put on certain things and go right back to memories of like, you know, cruising around at sixteen in my you know first car with my buddies and right. you know those kind of things like that. Like, it's like 
immediately linked to like these core memories and stuff that right and um yeah it's pretty awesome it's a beautiful thing man yeah Yeah. music yeah i i say this a lot but it's it's music is so undiscovered you know and there's a lot that it's so powerful we don't know fully what it can do yet but it's so cool man it's Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing yeah i got friends that you know actually like work as you know doing like music therapy and stuff and like it so yeah it's really um cool that it's actually you know becoming more of a science like that people are using right. music to to you know help people and stuff so yeah it's very uh, interesting yep yeah. but uh let's uh well, let's give them a little uh glimpse of what you've been up to uh speaking of your writing and uh yeah. we did a couple of them here live today in in the living room and had a uh, fun recording these and uh and this is uh we'll start with a song called listen uh parentheses the sound and uh now tell me about this one man how does uh kind of come about so this is a song i've been working on for a a really long time i've had it for a while that i've been kind of bouncing around but it was based off of a dream that i had multiple times yearly as a child throughout my adolescence to, to early teens and it's this very strange dream where I was with a dark-haired girl and we were winding through these kind of what now looks like Irish hills. It was a very hilly kind of misty area. Um, and we come upon this tree and we sit on a branch that overlooks this very beautiful, massive moon that, that was purple and orange and it was very trippy. What I would say now is very trippy and kind of uh, psychedelic looking. But as a child, it was just a very strange dream and I had it yearly Hmm. consistently through throughout the years and so it was just something that stuck with me and i was like okay i need to write this down and so that's how the song kind of came about yeah it it was such a strange dream but it turned out into being a very beautiful song that was therapeutic for me whenever i sing it i I realize that i need to slow it down a little bit because there's a lot to to digest i guess but yeah i i really love the song man and i hope people connect with it yeah very cool this is a rare occasion for me Crashing in the middle of the night Lighting up a dark and empty dream There's something about you that just feels so right Maybe it's the fact that you're with me Maybe it's your eyes that help me see it through oh, oh. If you want to take a back road, turn the volume up Grabbing on the bridges, climbing to the top Looking at the stars, saying the world's not enough It's not enough it's not enough, so let's take a back road, roll the windows down, the highest on the tree, the moon's closer to the ground, here I sit, and I'll say, I would never wish this life away, I just listen to the sound, oh, oh. you burned in my heart and my brain. And to this day I'll never feel the same What I get to know who you are oh, What I get to hear you sing my name 
wanna take a back road, turn the volume up Grabbing on the branches, climbing to the top Looking at the stars, seeing the world's not enough It's not enough, it's not enough So let's take a back road, roll the windows down The highest on the tree, the moon's closer to the ground Here I sit, and I'll say I would never wish this love away I just listen to the sound no. If you wanna take a back road, turn the volume up Grabbing on the branches, climbing to the top Looking at the stars, see the world's not enough It's not enough, it's not enough So let's take a back road, roll the windows down The highest on the tree, the moon's closer to the ground Here I sit, and I'll say I would never wish this map away I just listen to the sound oh. Yeah, I love uh, songs like this that like to use a lot of imagery and stuff. Like you're saying, you're you painted the picture with that dream, but like you know, it even just like as you're uh, singing about like uh, you know some of the the lyrics and things, you can kind of start creating a, the image in your head too with it. So it's uh, you know it's fun to when songs uh, are able to do that for you sometimes, and you know you can paint paint the picture along with it. Right, right, man. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, this was cool, man. I'm glad uh, uh, to hear that. Uh, that was I get, Did you pull that from a journal, or is this still just a memory that sticks with you? That dream and stuff, like still just sticks with me. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So I, I don't have the piece of paper anymore. So that box over there, right. I have just papers that are just poems and lyrics and stuff that I've wrote over the years. And I want to say I had it for a little bit, but I, I lost track of it. But yeah, it's still a, a very vivid image in my head that yeah. I want to eventually have. A graphic artist try to make uh, right just to kind of sure make it a reality but yeah yeah man it's still it's still stuck with me i haven't had the dream in years but i still remember it and it's yeah yeah very strange yeah i wonder wonder what that means like or if, or if there is anything else to it like is right. you know it's it, the fact that it's you know uh been reoccurring and resonated that much with you to where right you know so yeah and, and yeah maybe there's more to it there i don't know when we dream, where do we go, man? It's so strange. Yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of curious, man. There's got to be some some meaning to it. But. Yeah. I don't know. I've never really... There's none of, none of them that like... Um, I've had a lot of super weird dreams, obviously. Like none of them I really remember and like that stick with me a, a whole lot. Right. Uh, I did just talk about it the other night. Uh, uh, it was, uh, was kind of probably the most... Uh, 
vivid and uh but it was and it's been a couple of years now but like um my mom my mom got sick and passed in 2019 from uh brain cancer Sorry and loss, man. Uh, yeah thanks but and it was it was tough and um so she died in december 2019 and then like it was soon after like i remember um i don't know i had this like super vivid like you know dream of like her and this like red evening gown and her hair done up nice and just like looked like she was going to some you know dance or whatever you know it was like yeah. kind of thing like that she was all dressed up for a nice evening and uh i don't know so i just i kind of took it to uh, just said uh it was very peaceful like that she was you know happy and well wherever she was at and things and like that there was something like that that she was just let me know that she's okay or something but they yeah. it was like i don't know they really that's the only one that really like sticks with me that uh sure and uh it was, it was pretty wild man i'm like i don't know i don't really i know uh i read something to it that like they say some of that's like them visiting you or something right and, um so i don't know if that's the case or not i don't i don't i don't really know much about that a lot of that stuff but it was i'm glad it happened and it was interesting yeah. and it was uh you know it was it was a cool experience for sure right. like we just woke up like you know at ease like about everything so that's awesome yeah yeah it was, but it was kind of trippy at the same yeah, it was kind of trippy at the same time it was just like how realistic everything felt like at the time and stuff so right yeah it's uh your mind the mind is a powerful thing man right dude yeah so those dreams are you know it's crazy where you know just how active you can be even though you're asleep and stuff so really though it's very yeah it's a beautiful thing what our brain does but it's so yeah so strange <laughs> right yeah you know, that's a beautiful thing to have yeah so it was uh i don't know i never really I, I probably need i probably should do something like you were talking about writing them down and like writing some of the stuff down and maybe maybe there's a song in there somewhere on some mind because yeah um i don't know there was one not too long ago actually like woke me up and like kind of i don't know it was like a kind of a bad one like a scary one it's like you know it was like yeah. i don't even remember now what it was but i was like it was just enough it was like enough to like enough to shake yeah you i was awake. like whoa man what was that <laughs> right i don't know if i was watching some scary movie before <laughs> i went to sleep or what but it was just like you know it's just uh again some of that some of that stuff and how you know where your mind takes you but right yeah right um but yeah so you uh i guess you got you you know obviously listening to a lot of your music you it seems you draw from a lot of uh, various inspiration and stuff other than dreams and that you had as a kid and stuff. But do, do yeah. you find uh, – what do you find you – like maybe you're most creative. Like do you – is there certain uh, – like do you have to force yourself to sit down and write some of these song, sometimes or do you just, uh, just naturally kind of – you like you're saying you write a lot of these like notes in your phone and lines mm -hmm. or things like – but is there like a, a certain – place you go to or anything else that you find that you are able to create more of or anything like that well so it's what i love about songwriting and i also hate about songwriting is that it's the most annoying and frustrating process because <laughs> it's never the same right um for me like i was saying kind of driving in the car is where i get a lot of ideas yeah so i need to make sure that i <laughs> safely can take out my phone and, and type something in or do a voice memo or something um but yeah i'm always writing stuff down like it's it's always 
always taking ideas and notes just to have and to kind of revert back to. But when it comes to actually putting them with songs, that is so inconsistent. It's very much like I'll go in a spurt of coming up with ideas. Like I've been in the past couple of weeks, I've come up with four or five new songs mm -hmm. and they're good ones that I like and I'm like excited to work on. But there will be a dry spout for a dry spurt, I should say, for for months where I can't come up with anything. So I kind of kind of have to work back through through the songs that I already have. But yeah, it's a very strange and annoying process. But <laughs> right. it's it's like yeah, it's the same with journaling, man. It's just such a great thing to to do and work through and get those feelings off my chest. But mm -hmm. yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it and, and the the most way to be conductive. And, and coming up with good ideas. And I find when I'm by myself just strumming my guitar right. at ease, it, it's when I'm the most, um, when I'm able to come up with these ideas and come up with the, the feelings I want to say and write them the right way. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's just kind of being patient and letting them come to you. Right. It seems. Yeah. I imagine that's like probably the case for most people. Like, you know, um, I don't know. I feel like that's probably not that I've wrote any songs or anything, but just like I do find myself uh, when I'm cruising, like I don't know if it's something about it, like, you know, obviously you're paying attention to the road and being safe and everything, but you also, there's something about it that like kind of like allows your mind to like be open and stuff to where you can create. I think like even right. like, even when I am like listening to the radio, like I'll sometimes like just make up s song, you know, words over it or what you know mm -hmm. just different whatever it is like yeah. something like that there's something about that happens that just like uh, so maybe if i did properly channel those things maybe there's something there but yeah uh, to yeah, actually writing some songs but i just more like make up dumb things and make myself laugh while I'm, you know so <laughs> that's the best to yeah, do though yeah making parody songs or whatever it is and right so right. yeah those are the best man yeah, yeah. No, there is something. It's like meditation, almost driving in the right. car when you're when you're listening to music and just in the zone. Because yeah, you're right. You're paying attention and you're you're there. But it is it's you know it is kind of almost meditation, right? Yeah. Uh, what uh, what's when you're cruising like that and you you got your tunes on? What are you listening to these days? What is there any uh, anything in particular that you've been uh, big on right now? Um, so the 1975 is a band that I've really gotten into over the last few years. Um, yeah, they Maddie Healy's the the songwriter of the band, and he's just I really like how eloquent he is with his words. He puts things in a good way that that's easy to digest and and kind of speaks to you well. Um, Sturgill Simpson is another artist that oh, I've yeah. really been getting into. Man, yeah. him and Tyler Childers. I yeah, I've always had buddies that were like, check them out. You'll you'll love them. And yeah, they. I should have listened to them sooner because they're both phenomenal. But yeah, just I was supposed to see them both uh, together at Shafitz and then got canceled, was postponed, and then eventually got canceled because of COVID Damn. and stuff. But I was like, man, that would have been a good night to yeah. to see both of them together. Right, man. Yeah. And then finding out that Sturgill Simpson actually produced Tyler Childers' record was like, oh, okay, this yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, they're both uh, like kind of the top of their game right now with uh with the kind of rootsy you know like uh, outlaw country yeah, kind of know. bringing the country re revival back like you know the actual outlaw country stuff like that yeah man but yeah uh, yeah they're they're uh they're a lot of fun i've seen both of them live to get uh separately and stuff like i saw sturgill at uh fox 
And cool. I've seen uh, Childers at uh, the pageant and and things. Dope. So I've seen them in some yeah. some nice theaters and things. And um, but yeah, two of the two of the best right now going for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, and Chris Stapleton as yeah. well. Like you can't, you sure. can't forget him. We yeah. saw him at um Brilliant at Hollywood Amphitheater. Yeah. I got to see him. Uh, actually, I got um, it's pretty pretty wild to think about, but I got to see him at Firebird uh, with about four hundred people. What? Um, on the right as like Traveler came out. Yeah, and he was on that tour. And I mean, I, even was that this like before like Tennessee whiskey really. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. yeah, it was like right as all that was like, you know, like so the I think the record just came out like a month before that show or something like that. And yeah. And, um, and I, it sold out. I think he was, you know, he was already well established from songwriting and mm. from, um, steel drivers and all, you know, all the right. other things, but right. he, so he had a name, but like, you know, it wasn't, wasn't at the point where he is today for sure. So I was like seeing him in a small club, but even that, like, I remember, you know, that night going in there, I'm like, this is never going to happen again. Like he's, this guy's on a rocket to the top and yeah, man. And, yeah. uh, yeah, it was like crazy to think about that 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 night and stuff they get to experience that in such a small club and then now he's you know playing amphitheaters and giant arenas and everything else so yeah man no i can only imagine the firebirds you know it's not a big venue by Uh any means so when you're when you're in there you're really close to them that's so cool i think it was capped out of like 400 people so it was yeah pretty pretty packed in there but uh yeah yeah it was uh it was a neat night man i'm glad uh glad i made it in there and uh but yeah, he's a brilliant songwriter, very prolific. Yeah, and I'm glad to see his new record. He's had one that was always kind of stuck with me for whatever reason, and uh, uh, it, I remember it was just a YouTube video for a long time. I remember somebody shot a camera, you know, cell phone camera video of it, and uh, and it's you should probably leave. And it's like I remember seeing this, and I'm like, I like this song a lot, and and, wow. uh, I'm like for like eight years, like just, you know, I go back and revisit this, this YouTube video yeah, because I like the song. And then I'm like, why hasn't he not like cut the song on a record? Like, you know, he's put out a couple albums since then and stuff. And I'm like, and then finally it's on his new record, uh, starting over and stuff. So it was, uh, it's cool to see that it finally made the album. And, um, but yeah. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys though. He's just got hundreds and uh, you know songs right. like you know so it's right. like finally this one made the cut like he felt like it was one of his best ones or more most appropriate on that album or how whatever thought went into it but right um but yeah it's he has, uh he has a very interesting story though because he started out in nashville as a songwriter yeah and all these hits that you hear on the radio oh, yeah. country radio and pop he wrote Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these songs and you don't yeah, know about co-wrote, it. Yeah. Yeah. Or co-wrote. Yeah. Like he, he's involved in one way or another in the process and it's so interesting, but yeah, it makes me kind of curious if he has a lot of these songs that he's just sitting on and kind of working, reworking and, and kind of waiting for the sure. right time to put out. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure he's got a bunch that he keeps to himself that, right. you know, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, what he, uh, I remember hearing him in a Stern, our Stern show interview and he was talking about something about that like learned that songwriting was a job that you know i could get paid to do that and and he's like okay yeah i'll do that and, yeah. you know just like so nonchalant like right, this, uh, right and then turns out he's like one of the best to do it and like it's yeah man yeah, it's pretty yeah. pretty wild but yeah yeah definitely an inspiration for sure yep. yeah that's the goal yeah yeah he's uh 
uh, I was like, even before I uh, really, you know, before Traveler and stuff, like as a, you know, uh, really knew his name as an artist and stuff. I, be- I remember seeing him, his name on all these, you know, like songwriting credits and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and that's kind of that's me as a as a fan. I like to kind of nerd out in liner notes and like learn who wrote all these songs and and right. you, and you do realize, especially in country music, uh, there's there's a handful that produced probably 75% of what you hear on the radio. You know, there's like a lot of these guys yeah. are just like the same people like writing hit after hit and stuff for people. So, yeah. Uh, and, but yeah, you realize you start, so you start realizing there's, you know, Chris Stapleton and Shane McNally and Dallas Davidson and these, you know, these couple of writers that write for all kinds of artists and right. And, right. and uh, produce hit after hit. Um, they got, they got something down that, they're they need to share with everyone yeah. else <laughs> well the same in pop too like uh ryan tedder, ryan tedder. yeah i was gonna say he produces a crazy amount of pop music for people and like and you know, along with his own band and stuff so right yeah one uh, republic i've been a fan yeah. of for years and yeah he was one of the main guys that really made me want to start writing piano songs because he's you know amongst all the phenomenal pianist singers both like rock pop all of it but yeah man he's he is something else yeah yeah, and they put on a, a heck of a show. I've got to, I got to catch One Republic live last or maybe a couple of years ago, whatever mm-hmm. it's been. But it's been a little while now. But yeah, they're they're a ton of fun. Good, real good show. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's put in another song here of yours, and this is a song we did again live today called "Tangled Free." And um, what would you like to share about uh, "Tangled Free"? So this song, uh, it, it started off years ago, another really old idea that I just had kind of bouncing around. But I remember I was, I'm the baby in my family. I have two older sisters. And in high school, I was given the hand-me-down car, which was a, a red Volvo kind of sedan. And it had a moonroof that was broken, which it would kind of decide when it wanted to work and when it wouldn't. All right. But I remember driving down Manchester from 270 going towards Kirkwood, um, and it started raining, and it was it was sunny. Got to love St. Louis. It was sunny and rainy at the same time. It was one of those days. And the moonroof opened up on itself. It, I didn't press any buttons. It just opened up. And as it was raining, so I was getting rained on. Um, and, yeah, the, the words kind of just came to my head. And, yeah, it all started kind of the, the puzzle, I guess. But, yeah, it's kind of just a mix of memories and kind of funny thoughts that, that I've put together. And it tells a good story, but... Yeah, it's just a lot of memories over kind of my college years that mm-hmm. that fit right. And yeah, I really like that song. Yeah, nice, man. Drive with the top down, let the rain wash over me Next to you where I'll always stay It's a perfect picture to see The beauty in the gray Something I wish that I knew back then 
times we pass the spot I'm standing in Even though I knew how you felt I still cross lines and paths we took The broken road ran like a book Straight to sleep But I still dream The nights of tangled free The nights of tangled free When the city lights, neon dreaming of a summer night Only cause inside, sneak past, squeeze back some life cause you're dynamite Darling won't you come and dance with me, under the street lights glowing gleam I seen where I started, and I found out where my heart is now, you know studio a little while back with over at uh gaslight here in st louis yeah, and you recorded some of these uh live acoustic and mm-hmm. uh which turned out really nice and that um collection of songs now available wherever you get your digital music at right yeah man yeah available everywhere spotify amazon itunes apple music so, yeah so if you like some of this stuff you can uh, go over there and, uh, and add it to your favorite playlist and download and um everything else uh but uh, I wanted to highlight a, a one on there that I really liked and that uh, I, I thought, and it also sound, I mean, like, you know, a little different than some of your other stuff. It's cause, and also I like that it's a little, uh, it's almost like a rap. Like you, mm-hmm. you're very, uh, the, I'm talking about uh, Beauty and the Light. What, yeah, and right. it's very, uh, a lot of words. Uh, you yeah. know, like that's the only thing I like is, and I, but I liked uh, that you it's like a not more of an upbeat tempo to it also and yeah and uh but it was just fun it was fun to kind of start singing along with it and uh and it was, it was really super catchy for me so i really like this song a lot and Soldier, give it to me gently as those bullets pierce my skin. What you say, father? Kick your kids out, cause they were born into natural sin. I'm so tired of trying to fight for right, and you're watching from the side. We've all got lies, born with pride. The beauty and pigment shines in the light. Come on now. 
Come on now Would you change shoes for a day Have you seen it all in a different way There's no more gray colors all fade Positive in life is beautiful I'd say No more fire, no more blood Mama's house in flames, cars flipped all night Bullets fire from a rubber fight Anyone alive can see this ain't right So we pray For some peace and for some light So we pray For the kids to be alright Keep on fighting, keep surviving Always search for the light And we pray Oh, oh Here I go, let me start the heat Walls crawling, demons won't give you peace Here I go, let me start the heat Coming back and gone playing on repeat Just need a window choice to take You wake up in another time and space Different dimensions act to fill the place In our hearts you will always stay So we pray For some peace and for some light So we pray for the kids to be alright Keep on fighting, keep surviving Always searching for the light And we pray Oh, 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 So we pray for the kids to be alright Keep on fighting, keep surviving Always searching for the light And we pray oh, 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 oh. Come on now This, like I said, uh, this is what we're going to play the uh, studio version from Gaslight. But yeah. what uh, what is uh, what about this song? Anything you think of with Beauty and the Light? So this song started out right around the time of the Mike Brown shooting. Um, so I had a lot of friends that were kind of on both sides of the debate. And on social media, you get a lot of these conversations that can be very nasty and pretty rude, I guess. Um but yeah, it was just, it was based off of that and kind of the experiences that we had in St. Louis during those times. It was, it's kind of crazy times, oh, but, yeah. um, yeah, I, I, you know, it, a lot of the feelings and ideas were put into that song and it also was amongst a time where I had gay friends in the military that were speaking out about things going on. I also had a lot of friends in West County that were dealing with heroin issues, amongst their friends and um, classmates, former classmates that they had. So it was a lot of feelings just getting out and, and 
that I needed to kind of speak out about that I felt was was good to be talked about, um, especially being somebody kind of sitting, looking at all these things going on around you. It's it's a lot. So trying to be positive was really the kind of the driving force behind the song. It's just, you know, you need to look at the positive things in any way. Mm-hmm. It's It's, you know, life can be hard for everybody and when um when you look at things in kind of a a cup half full kind of way it can make things a little bit better sometimes but it was just a good way to to discuss it and get the the feelings out there but yeah so i really love that song man and i i like that you said it was kind of like a rap but it was also at an upbeat pace right when i originally recorded that song so obviously it's an acoustic here but i had a driving kind of drum beat that was very like four to the floor kind of keeping it going so once i record that and have that out it it's gonna kind of give it a better sound i yeah. think but yeah man i really love that song it, it it's one of those songs again that just brings me back to a certain time and place and it it reminds me a lot of the relationships i had when i was writing that song and and who i was thinking of when those ideas were coming together mm-hmm. so yeah i i'm glad that you like it man and yeah, yeah I, i'm glad it's connecting with people there was uh, something uh, also bring it all together. Uh, I think it was right around that time, also with uh, when I saw Sturgill Simpson. I he came to town like around with all the the protests and things, and he mm-hmm. um, and I remember he started the show with like something like the I heard y'all could use a party, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he's like, just imagine we're. Uh, in a garage or somewhere turned up loud or something like you know it's like yeah. a, and it was basically a, like you know i wasn't he didn't want to i felt like he didn't he just wanted to help uh take our mind off of some of the mm-hmm. stuff for a little you know for an hour you know yeah. just to um but it was uh you know it was a really um really a sad thing with the, the, yeah, the current those and something we you know we're still, we're still dealing with yeah, and these are still all still issues yeah. yeah these are all still issues that we deal with every day here in town and uh yeah. it's unfortunate man but uh you know it's uh but it's good to have people like Sturgill simpson that are yeah willing and comfortable enough to to speak out about about their feelings about what they believe mm-hmm. and he's a very open-minded Right. cat so it's it's cool to hear what he has to say but yeah when when it's times like that you want to just make everybody take everybody away for yeah. a couple hours right yeah man uh but yeah i really uh really enjoyed this song and uh like i said you can find that uh wherever you're streaming your music at patrick gerard and uh it's just titled live at gaslight is that correct yep, live at gaslight studio yeah. yeah so which is a really nice place um i know they um JB was a big uh, force uh, with that early, and yeah. I think they just recently s- uh, changed ownership and okay. uh, some things going on over there. Um, but I'm hoping that uh, it still become maintains uh, being yeah. a big uh, part of our St. Louis music scene. It's a right. real nice little studio and bar, and yeah, get, get some tacos yeah. and everything else. And There's no place like it, man. There, yeah, they're they're few and far between where you can see uh, well sounding band artist playing in in the studio and while you're enjoying some tacos and some beers yeah man, it's yeah yeah it's a cool it's spot. a unique place yeah um 
you uh you were saying uh that this is something though like uh you you might want to take some of these songs to a studio with a with a full band is that yeah yeah that's something you you said you wanted to do yeah so i'm always recording in in the house and trying to get the best sound possible but yeah i definitely would like to have a drummer a bassist another guitarist and maybe a keyboardist to to accompany me and give it kind of a full full band sound Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's something I'm, i'm working on and hope to have out very very soon yeah you got the are you still putting the band together or is that yeah you got Mm -hmm. the yeah yeah so i got a bunch of buddies that i'm talking to that that i would like to start playing more with um so yeah it's it's in the works man it's happening all right that'd be cool though i I would like that now if it's like like i said uh the acoustic stuff is i love a lot but it is fun Mm -hmm. sometimes like i said given given some of these songs i'm over a full band proper treatment like that and yeah and seeing where these things could uh could evolve into yeah a little more space a little more sound and kind of a little power to it yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah there there's definitely a few songs here and there that i'm going to keep acoustic and keep very approachable but yeah definitely having having a little extra sound behind me would be would be nice yeah yeah man and i'll do uh Oh yeah, and I think it would be fun too, just to do some some larger scale shows and stuff. Right, and like, sure. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you you play around town quite a bit, and uh, and yeah. as solo acoustic. But yeah, it'd be fun to like maybe you know having the band for a special occasion to be like, hey, we can, yeah, you know, we can yeah. do this, and so having just having options. That's exactly. Yeah, that's a big part of it. You know, yeah. As nice as it is to to have the freedom to play solo shows whenever, wherever, it is nice to have the option to have a bigger sound if you right. fill out more space yeah uh well speaking of shows you uh you you've uh, got a couple of things on the calendar and uh playing mm-hmm. over at botanica yes yeah, so on I'll, september 3rd yeah i just played there last night i'll be back there on september 3rd um out in botanica and wildwood it's just off manchester road um yeah i'll be there the 3rd of september i'll also be there a couple times in october i'll be there the the 15th and the 29th of October as well. Yeah. Both Saturday nights. And you can find more dates and music and video and pictures and everything else from follow along with Patrick on your Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So get plugged in there. And Yeah. So you can find me at Patrick Gerard Music on pretty much all social medias, um, YouTube, everything like that. And then on Twitter, I'm Patrick Gerard underscore, I believe. Okay. But yeah, you can find me on all social media platforms. Yeah. Yeah, man uh well let's uh we got one more tune we want to throw in and uh this is uh the last uh one we did live acoustic today and uh song titled space yeah and uh yeah what, what do you uh what comes to mind around space so this one is one of the more recent songs that i wrote so recent yeah that's kind of a different term but yeah so it was during covid it was right, right. as kind of covid hit so long story short, my girlfriend Delilah lived in Houston, Texas, and she's from St. Louis originally and was planning to move back. Um, when she got here, the plans on where she was originally going to stay kind of fell through. So she ended up staying with me at my parents where I was living at the time. And it was really just about kind of the the joke, the line at the beginning, the joke that we made that um, – we were going to go from being in separate cities to like living right next to each other was something that we had joked about for the longest time. And when COVID hit, that's literally what happened. She ended up living with me. So it was a very funny juxtaposition and a kind of interesting story that we have, but it really 
it really made our, our relationship strong because you really get to know somebody when you're living right next to them. And especially when it was COVID times, being home all the time. Yeah, it, it was really a, um, a growing experience for both of us. And so it's a, a good song that I wrote for her that, yeah, again, we can kind of just look back and smile at. And, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, everyone's got their COVID experience sure. and what happened during <laughs> those those years. But yeah, this was a very funny story that, that we have. So yeah, Space is that song for that story. Yeah, man. It was just a joke that we'd say Living in the same town was the start to make Little did we know the world shut down Before we'd wake we would say It was fate I'll take your space and you take mine Nothing we could have seen Unless the side is signed, I'll take your space and you take mine. Nothing we could have planned for, but we're making our way just fine, just fine. Your hands are always cold, they're always mine to hold. Not as warm as Texas, so Houston hold your soul Crossing state lines still too fine, I wanna be where you go It still shows what I've learned to know I'll take your space and you take mine Nothing we could have seen, unless the side is signed I'll take your space and you take mine we could have planned for, but we're making our way just fine, just fine, just You uh, you ever watch a show Married at First Sight? You ever, yeah, you ever I've seen a little it? bit of it. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh it's pretty silly, but it's entertaining. Yeah, and I watch a lot of these shows with my wife, and it's on Hulu, isn't it? Uh, I mean it could be. We've been watching okay. it on Netflix. Uh, I think oh, Netflix. I think it's originally from the Lifetime Channel. Okay, uh, but uh, anyway, so we there's some you know past seasons on Netflix, and so we're watching uh, this one on there now, and just made me really laugh hard because there's uh in we didn't really put it together at the beginning uh what the timeline was when when this was recorded but the the couples all like got married and then like and then they started showing like preview stuff 
when there, when COVID happened at the beginning of COVID and stuff. And, and so like now, you know, now that we know everything, it's just like, so now we're like on, on the part of the series where they're like, they, they're married, they've all moved in together. And so they, and they've only known each other like two weeks or whatever. <laughs> and then they're like, stuff about COVID starts happening and they're like, yeah, here it's just like a flu kind of thing or, you know, these different things right. like that. So they're like saying all the same stuff we were all saying at the time yeah. and I'm just yeah. laughing and I'm like, they have no idea what's going right. <laughs> to, you know, like it's like <laughs> that it's all going to blow over, you know, in yeah. two and a half years and like, you know, so it's like, yeah, right. you know, like uh, whatever, but I yeah. just, uh, it's, so I'm like, I'm waiting, there's going to be some good drama hitting the, hitting here real soon. I haven't, yeah. I haven't finished the, the season yet, but I'm just like, does makes me as you're describing your story, just thinking about these these couples moving in together in during COVID, and it's like that's a good way to find out how how you know right. how to test this relationship when you're, it, when you're stuck in a house together like that. And, right, man, a hundred percent. It's so. it, it's a make or break situation. Yeah, and yeah. It was yeah, it was a good experience. For yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, we uh, it was, that was uh, definitely some weird times, and I'm, I'm glad. That's Glad true. things are, uh, you know, getting better. We're still something we deal with, but we're, uh, right. everybody's, uh, you know, things are getting a lot better now. Right. We're dealing with it the best we can. And I'm glad we're in a better place now than, yep. than we were previously. Yeah, man. Well, I got a couple questions for you, Patrick, and, uh, get your take on some of these. Uh, all right. Uh, one I've been having fun with is, um, day comes along. We got a, a Patrick Gerard action figure. Uh, what would you like to see as like your three accessories to go with your action figure? Oh man, I have, well, a guitar strapped to my back probably. Uh, I think that would be hilarious. Um, try and think three accessories, uh, a joint or a cigarette, you know, just to kind of give it a little personality, I think. Um, Hmm. The third item, man, that's tough. Yeah, I don't. Know. We don't have to go three. A chapstick, chapstick. Yeah, yeah. chapstick. Yeah, yeah. Got to have a good chapstick. There. Yeah, you got to stay hydrated. You know, yeah. got to stay glossy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right. What about um, what about a song that always gets stuck in your head? Is there is there anything that's been currently on repeat for you in your head? Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve has been stuck in my head for years. Yeah, great yeah. song. And it, I don't know if, if you're this way. When I fall asleep, I'll have a song in my head. And then when I wake up, I'll have a different song already playing in my head. Sure. A lot of the time, it's it's Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah. Yeah. Just such a great song, man. It's, you know, it's classic. But yeah, it's such a great a great tune that's always bouncing around in my head. I've been, uh, I just recently started following, uh, I forget his name, uh, Brandon, I think, something. Uh, lead singer and songwriter for the Verve Pipe. Yeah, uh, which also yeah, dude, I love also, that man. Also, great band. Yeah, uh, but he uh, he posted something the other day that made me laugh because he's like, uh, you know, that I'm not. Uh, I didn't write Bittersweet Symphony. I'm not from the Verve, you know. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, dude. but sometimes I tell people I did just you know something like that. Just like right. he still takes credit for it because it's a great song. And uh, yeah, dude, yeah, like, <laughs> just made me laugh. Like. Well, it's funny you say that. The, so the first CD I was ever given was the Verve Pipe. It was their album Villains. Yeah. And so, yeah, I remember for years I would the the CD was so worn down because I always had it in my my CD player, but I would fall asleep listening to it. So like Villains, Cup of Tea, The Freshman, like that was 
that was the shit for me back yeah. then. And yeah, man, it's it's such a great album. And yeah, he's a phenomenal songwriter. Right. So I'm glad they're still they're still putting stuff out and playing. Yeah, you know? actually, they were just playing. Uh, they just did a couple of things fairly recently. I don't know if they yeah. if they some of them. I don't know if he lives in the area, maybe or or just happens to the way it worked out. But they played the Wildy Theater and belleville i think it is over there cool um and then as a headlining show and then they opened for five for fighting at the pageant like just a couple weeks ago that's right yeah uh so i was glad i I mean i wish i would have been able to make one of those and see him live because like oh man i've never never happened but i'm big big on uh that sound a lot of that 90s rock stuff like that and alternative uh, man yeah yeah Yeah, them and five for fighting would be a hell of a show i wish i would have seen that yeah uh so anyway i just uh, i'm I'm with you i'm like i'm glad they're still doing stuff and our back our back doing stuff however what i don't um but uh yeah it's it's just funny though like (laughs) both of them both bands like kind of came out like the same time and it's just it's funny that there's the verve and the verve verve pipe pipe. and it was just like and you uh, might as well take credit for that song after after you have enough people asking you about it yep it was me (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh but yeah it made me laugh pretty silly uh um, <laughs> all right what um uh let's see. what's a movie or a tv show you wish you were in as uh as far as maybe like um is there a certain world uh that comes to mind that you you would like to be a part of or um i mean i love like parks and rec in the office like those yeah. are the the classic ones um yeah, Office I, is such a good show. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and it's one of those that Parks and Rec. There's a few other ones like Community is another one that I will watch on to the point of annoying Delilah, <laughs> where it'll I'll be just constantly playing them through over and over again. Um, yeah, maybe The Office, maybe yeah. Parks and Rec. Yeah, you know. Is there like a now like these? If, if it was like The Office, do you see yourself like as a certain character, or do you just uh, want to be in, uh, in the office there with somebody, like as <laughs> as another employee in the office? And uh, oh man, I would just love to be an employee yeah, of the office. Right. Yeah, you know, all those characters have such unique personalities, and finding out that they're kind of part of themselves. Obviously, you know, as an actor, you're you're putting yourself into the role, but yeah, I, I would just love to sit in and take it all in. Yeah, they. Uh, it's it's weird. It's uh, that and like. Um, I'm also big on, uh, I love office space, uh, yeah, movie, yeah, but yeah. it's, uh, it's weird at how well written those, all those characters are because they are all real people that you meet at any office job. Like that's weird. 100%, yeah. It is weird how you can go from job to job, but it's always the same group of characters. Like it's right. You know? Oh yeah. That, that guy's definitely the gym. That's the Pam, you know, it's like, yeah, dude. and yeah. it's just funny how you can start, you know, picking up on all their, the personality traits like that. Right. No, it's funny you say that. that. That was crossing my mind when I was working my, my last job, I was working as a marketing analyst and yeah, you definitely, you definitely meet all those personalities in the office in yeah. one way or another, some right. people more than others, but yeah, it's, it's hilarious to, to find the similarities. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm with it it's uh the, that's a great show though i mean i was watching one last night the uh where uh they uh dunder dunder mifflin mifflin uh picnic and where they were like having the volleyball tournament and yeah, stuff and yeah. like all that it was it was really funny yeah and dude. i haven't watched the show in a while so it was uh but i was like there was a while there was like like you were saying i would probably watch it over and over and over and it was just so i kind of gave myself a break so it was fun to go back and watch it was just having yeah, to be man. on uh 
on a repeat playing and i was like so i sat and watched it for a while but yeah yeah good. i just saw the goodbye toby episode this morning that yeah. was on on comedy central but yeah there you go. yeah you definitely need to take a break here and there but they're always good to go back to oh yeah yeah uh, all right. What about uh, dream duet or collaboration you'd like to see for yourself? Uh, is there? Um, so yeah, man. Like Sturgill Simpson would would definitely be one of them. Um, I'm trying to think who else because there's a lot of there's a lot of phenomenal artists out there. Sure. Um, man, Jamie Foxx is such a talent. Like <laughs> I just watch interviews of him because he's a great storyteller, but he's also got a very funny insight and can do the voices of whoever yeah. he's talking about. So yeah, definitely maybe Jamie Foxx. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. 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 He's uh I love that he uh Oh Bonnie Vare as well. Yeah. Definitely Justin Vernon. But yeah, Jamie Foxx. I like uh the whole like that he was doing, you know, being Ray in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, being Ray Charles and then actually recorded as Ray Charles for for Kanye West on that track, you know, Gold Digger yeah. and stuff. Like yeah, um, so I just thought that was funny that he like, you know, got to do that impression for a, a song actually and stuff. And yeah. Have you seen, um, there, there's videos of Jamie meeting Ray Charles before he played him in the movie. Have you seen those videos? I don't think so. So they're very wild, but it's him. They're, they're in a studio cause they have all these pianos set up, but they were just introduced and he's like, all right, let's play together. And so they sit down and Ray's playing with Jamie and he's finding out how talented Jamie is. But he's like, come on, man, play it. It's right underneath your fingers. Like, you, you shouldn't be missing this. Come on. And, uh, of course, he rose to the occasion and, and really impressed him. But, it yeah. was, yeah, it's so interesting to see because he looks so much like him. Man. Right. And he, he did a phenomenal job in the movie. But, yeah. yeah, seeing them interact was such a cool, cool thing. I can only imagine how crazy it was to sit in that room. All right. Yeah, that would be cool, man. Yeah. Did you watch? Uh, he's got a new one on Netflix called Day Shift. Did you, did you no, check that out yet? I haven't. Is it pretty good? Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous, but it's entertaining. To, it's Day Shift. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, a vampire movie. That him and Jamie <laughs> Jamie Fox and Snoop Dogg are are, are vampire <laughs> hunters. Really? And, okay. And I gotta uh, check that out. So if you like uh, zombie type of or vampire type of movie yeah. so like it reminded me a lot of like uh because everybody has their like take on it they're, they're like some sometimes it's like uh like with zombie movies in particular sometimes they're slow like walking dead right and then sometimes they're like fast zombies and stuff you know and it's like so it kind of reminded me of like dawn of the dead like a lot of like these vampires are fast and athletic so there's a lot of like good action fight scenes and stuff yeah. and uh, a lot of blood splatter and stuff so like oh, as okay. long as you're uh, okay. Into, yeah, and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Watching uh, Snoop Dogg kill a bunch of vampires is pretty entertaining. And yeah, dude, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> and then Dave Franco was in it as for the for the comedic uh, stuff. So he's uh, a lot of fun in there too. Okay. It's a it's quite the combo, but it turned out really good. Like I mean, I enjoyed it. Like especially if I think if it was like there's uh, you know there's kind of a tear to it. You know, like. If this was in theaters and I watched it, I probably wouldn't wouldn't be all that into it. But the fact right. that I can watch it for free on my couch, I watch on Netflix, like makes it a little different. Yeah, yeah. I'm much more enjoyable. And like I'm like, okay, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah I gotta check know, that out. Yeah, it's yeah. worth watching. That's for sure. So, cool. Um, Speaking of that, what what's your favorite Halloween movies now that Halloween's coming around? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm big on the actual Halloween franchise. Michael Myers. Uh, 
Dude, same. Yeah, yeah. you know, obviously, uh, go see. I'm, I'm excited because there's a new one coming out this year. So right, uh, it's supposed to be the end. Yeah. <laughs> so, supposed to be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But uh, I don't know. Those are always fun. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm uh, and of course, uh, John Carpenter, legend, and uh, you know the uh, yeah the scores holds you know still incredibly creepy and fantastic and everything else like that music yeah yeah. so iconic and stuff and right um but yeah so those are always big ones for me Uh, cool but i also like the like i don't know they're not necessarily halloween but they Mm -hmm. came out around halloween so but like the saw movies and stuff yeah they're they're always like classic horror yes they're i mean they're uh i don't know they're 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 super cheesy but they're they're entertaining too and yeah uh, i still have i still watch i mean i haven't watched them in a while but like we we were big on it for a long time where we would go and you know get every watch everyone and stuff and whenever it came out and yeah dude i yeah i always have that scene stuck in my head where the dude is stuck in a glass cage with water in it and he has to stab through his neck to breathe (laughs) (laughs) it's just such a horrible (laughs) terrifying scene but it's yeah that's for whatever reason, that is stuck with me. I don't know why. Yeah. But yeah, they're so, they're a little over the top, but they're so great. Right. Yeah. They're great movies, man. Yeah. They're, uh, I've, I still, uh, uh, laugh about some of the stuff and like, but, um, there was like, uh, somebody, I don't know, some scene, something, there was like one of those little, little trike though and it was like just made me laugh thinking about that little uh jigsaw coming in on that bike and yeah. i just think a scary movie yeah all right <laughs> yeah. yeah where it's shack and dr phil and oh, yeah. shack cuts off the wrong foot right. or something <laughs> it's just oh yeah they're yeah. so great they're yeah. so great yeah man uh but yeah that's uh what about you got uh do you have another of another particular halloween favorite or is it or that too um, so yeah, Halloween's my favorite, like franchise when it comes to horror movies by far. Um, yeah, my, I, the same neighbor that gave me the guitar, the first one was the same dude that, that showed me how to play the Halloween theme on the guitar. Cause it's just two, yeah. f- you know, two frets, but yeah, man, that would be the favorite. But when it comes to like Halloween stuff, I always loved the Disney channel shows that had Halloween episodes. And I remember on a couple Saturdays before Halloween, they would show all of them. And so I'll still go back and watch like even Stevens Halloween or like Lizzie McGuire. They're, they're, you know, they're not great shows, but they, (laughs) yeah, I just love the episodes because it just brings back good memories. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, yeah. Anything kind of Halloween theme like Hocus Pocus, we, we love that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. New Hocus Pocus on the way too. Is there really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. There's a sequel coming out with the. I think in I think it should be like September 23rd or something like that. It's coming to Disney Plus. Oh, so it's pretty soon then. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had yeah. no idea about that. And it's like uh, all three of the originals back and dope. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of uh, high expectations for it, right? You know, right. but the fact that it's on Still Disney, be cool to see. Yeah, I think it'll be fun to see the three of them uh, back together, and you know, right. like, and the fact that it's on Disney Plus for. You know, if you if you subscribe, you can get it for free right. already. So it's definitely not going to the theater. You get to yeah. enjoy it at home. All right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. We'll watch. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it'll but, be worth a watch for yeah. sure. Uh, but I'm I'm with you. There's some a lot of these things I don't I don't necessarily I know they're not great, but I watch because they're 
as there's a sense of nostalgia to it all mm -hmm. and everything else. Like yeah. it makes it, there's memories that I have that take me back to stuff. Like there's, you know, all sorts of them for, for sure. And I think uh, a lot of that's with, uh, you know, anything with like a, a grown up on that Nickelodeon or in Disney movies and all that stuff. Like, yeah, man. So, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, got, uh, one more for you. Um, all right. Say, uh, you, you're, you go to the concert and the band, uh, you're, you get to band pulls you up on stage and you get to front the band for, for one song. Uh, what would be the band and what would be the song that you would like to, to perform with? A so, <laughs> so I love my dad listened to Hootie and the Blowfish a oh, lot. Yeah. yeah. So Darius Rucker, I would definitely, my voice is, I just, it's one of my warm up songs. I play letter cry first, most, most of the time for my sets. Cause it, allows me to see how i'm gonna do that day it's just how my voice is but definitely like if i could sing let her cry or um one of hootie's bigger hits that would probably yeah. be like the the best memory ever yeah, yeah. that would be great yeah, yeah man of course like anything like that, that, that like going back to that 90s you know stuff like i listen to a ton of 90s but yeah that uh hootie's definitely on heavy rotation there with yeah, uh yeah. you know uh, let her cry or time or hold my hand or hold my hand you know, yeah like it's just uh, a lot of good songs man yeah and, dude uh, if he had the puka shell necklace on as well uh, that would be awesome <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. and i think they're uh i think they're doing some some i've seen some advertisement on facebook some kind of hootie fest or something like that they're like really? doing doing, okay. a, doing a some kind of show down together again and cool so yeah I'd, I'd love to if they would like actually tour and come to town and stuff and do a do a hoodie show here uh that would be awesome be, uh i remember so cool. uh, <laughs> speaking of all this too uh memory that pops up when i think of that is uh of course now he's uh you know doing really well with uh his country music career and things uh as Darius rucker so a lot of people know his name now but i remember um i used to watch a lot of those uh uh, like I love the nineties and, and I love the eighties and stuff like on those shows on VH1. And yeah, I remember like, yeah. um, Darius Rucker was like on, a, on a lot of them as in the panel or whatever, or the, mm -hmm. you know, collaborating on that and stuff. And then, and he's like, I remember audio clip of him saying something like he was like, uh, you know, every, every time he like lands in the airport or something like the people always run up and like, you know, yell Hootie and stuff, you know, calling, calling him Hootie. And he's like, my name's not Hootie. I'm, you know, my name's Darius. <laughs> and like, it just, Made me laugh at how like you know just forever known as Hootie like mm -hmm. you know he's just always it's stuck yeah yeah um, but uh, yeah he's like and then I think he said something like that he's like, I just want to I just want somebody call me Darius or something like that and like <laughs> and so now he's like you know he's got, like I said he's doing really well for himself with the you know the, the new career and things but uh, there was a, a good per period of time there after you know after Hootie and before the solo careers that he you know. Was only the guy that was, you know, formerly Hootie. And, yeah. You know, but this poor guy, he's yeah. all, he, he will forever be known as Hootie. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it doesn't uh, matter how great you are or yeah. how successful you are, you're, you're still going to be Hootie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's awesome. Darius yeah. Rucker is, is so great. Yeah. 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 He's one, uh, one of the best. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, man, that'd be fun. Let's see, uh, let's see if we can make that happen. Get to perform a Hootie one of these <laughs> that'd days. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. That would be so sweet. Uh, well, again, uh, get plugged in with Patrick on your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, um, stream the songs wherever you get your music, download it, uh, yeah. and uh, support. 
and uh, come on out to some shows. Like I said, we'll be over at Botanica and uh, on, the, on the third. So come on over there. And, yeah. And uh, But I appreciate you doing this, buddy. It's been a lot yeah, of thank fun. Thank you so much for having me, Jay. I appreciate you. And thank you for coming over and, and being willing to hang out with me for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, like, I'm glad we... Finally got to meet, and uh, I'm excited yeah. to hear what's next with the uh, the band uh, recordings and stuff when those get yeah, coming out. So yeah. maybe we can link up and uh, again and uh, talk about those when that's ready to go. I would love to, Shane. That sounds so, awesome, man. Yeah. Well, thanks, Patrick, and uh, thanks, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I appreciate yeah. you. And please listen and stream. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.